Hey, boomers! Welcome to another special bonus episode of Sonic the Comic, the podcast, or should I say, Sonic the Poster Mag, the the podcast? <laughs> There's too many P's in that. Sonic the Poster Mag, the podcast. <laughs> Sonic the Poster Pod. <laughs> this is uh, issue number three of Sonic the Poster Mag, released, if Megadroid is to be believed, on February the 26th, 1994, in between issues 20 and 21 of Sonic the Comic, which is when, hopefully, you should be hearing this. Yeah, possibly. And if not, I'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third issue of the Poster Mag. We looked at the first two in our Christmas uh, bonus episode, our live show, um, <laughs> which were they were they were they were literally magazines. They were the first one was articles about the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. The second one was a guide to beating the bosses in Sonic Chaos. But in 1994, Sonic the Poster Mag turned into an actual uh, comics magazine, as we explained in the in the previous one of these episodes. They are an eight-page magazine, a cover, a back cover, and six interior pages, which, rather than being stapled together, unfolds outward to form an A1 poster, um, and. From issue three onwards, each one was a six-page comic strip. Most of them were about Sonic, but some of them would be about the other strips in Sonic the Comic. Um, but issue three is a Sonic story. And uh, what's on the cover of this issue, Dave? Well, it's a Ferran Rodriguez, and it's Sonic jumping in quite an elaborate pose out and over and towards the camera while, oh, one of those little seahorse robots is looking up at him from the oil ocean zone. What are they called? Aquis. Aquis. That's right, yes. And it's the oil ocean zone. There are searchlights crossed over between him to give the, the, the background a bit of a dynamic look. There's sort of red, fiery clouds other than that. None of which, we should note, has any connection to the content of the issue. No, so perhaps we'll just stay looking at this poster for the whole episode and maybe we don't have to think about anything else. Hmm, yes. So on Sonic the Comic, the podcast, we are usually coming from a place of positivity. We look back on STC and, and we like it. Um, and there's going to be a difference in tone on this uh, small episode. Because... Ever so slightly. This, this is only going to be a short one, folks. You'll yeah. know that if you've already downloaded it. But um, Sonic the Poster Mag strips were always a bit perfunctory anyway mm -hmm. they were rarely important a bit throwaway because it was all about the poster not the strip being fair even though it was more expensive than sonic the comic because of the glossy mm. resilient paper stock that was being used and this episode should be thrown away <laughs> oh yes this, uh, this one deserves to be inside this issue we find the kid cruel caper written by nigel kitching art by mike hadley letters by Elita fell Gangster Kid Cruel has abducted the children of the town of Forest Hills and imprisoned them all in Coconut's Badniks in order to ransom them for gold from the town's mines. Sonic's team is called in to help, but when they're ambushed by Cruel and the Coconuts, they find they are unable to fight back due to the Badniks being fitted with bombs that will destroy them and the kids inside if struck. Believing he has Sonic trapped, Cruel contacts Dr. Robotnik to discuss handing him over. But the gangster has spoken too soon, as Sonic proves fast enough to snatch the bombs and bop the badniks all in one smooth motion. The bombs go off, but Sonic outruns the blast and leaves a tied-up kid cruel to face Robotnik's wrath while he takes the Forest Hill kids home. So yeah, this is by regular STC writer uh, Nigel Kitching and an artist we haven't, we've only seen one or two issues by so far, but who we'll see more of in the future, Mike Hadley and regular letterer Ella to Fail. Um... Mm. Where? Uh, hmm. 
So... I would recommend not tracking this one down and reading it. You're not going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's n- and it's not just because no. the story's a bit flat. No. And it's not just because Hadley obviously didn't have any reference and has drawn the coconut Yeah, badness I'm glad you thought. Some yeah, they're just horrible little looking things. Nasty little monkeys. They're, they're very yeah. little to do with. Yeah, they don't look like the cute Japanese cartoon robot monkeys from the games at all. They are yeah. uh, they are real looking monkey heads on on with hair. They've got with hair. hair with metal bodies that are just made up of spheres stacked on top of one another. So that's grotesque, but that's not the most grotesque thing in it. No, <laughs> the only way to describe Kid Cruel is horrifyingly racist. Yeah. You see what's happened here is they needed to design a gangster leader, right? And also, Kid Creole and the Coconuts is the name of a band. And evidently, Nigel has spotted that the Coconuts is the name of a badnik, and he's put it together in a Marxio Brothers kind of way. That's fine. Yeah, uh, and that, that is fine. That's fine. A quick Google image search of the man will show him wearing snazzy purple suits, just like, just like Kid Cruel is wearing, so it seems that that genuinely informed that. But, but also... But then it's the way Hadley's built on that... Okay, so what we have is a a gangster leader. So so the the, the suits thing works there. Um, yeah, it translates in that regard. Yeah, but, but then he's giving him a like he's giving him a. a there's no way to. It's a, it's we're going to have to start describing this character. He, and it's, he's giving him a, a pimp cane. Yeah, and he's got big buck teeth and a gold front tooth. Very big lips. Mm. And he's got a big tuft of, and a Wikipedia the right term to use to describe this because there's so much else going wrong here, Afro-textured hair. What we've done for this episode is we, me and Chris mm. have just laid out some eggshells and we've just put them all the way around us and we're not moving <laughs> because yeah. we're surrounded by all these eggshells. <laughs> this is a... So you've got that hair, you've got big lips with a big, like, drawn area around the mouth separating the black ink hair from the skin tone face and mouth mm-hmm. we've got the gold tooth we've got this is a minstrel racist mm. caricature and that's all what of it this is. on on any creature oh, in the god. world of sonic would be bad oh god in its own right and enough to condemn but he's a monkey yeah like yeah. Uh, like I I didn't own this poster mag was when I was a kid so I had no memory of the story. I think I might have read it in a, in a in a summer special uh-huh. later on. But Oh, they chose to reprint this one, didn't they? <laughs> I know, right? But oof, when I cracked it's... this one open, oh my god. I mean, we can't I mean, look, I know what you're going to do, listeners. You're going to Google this because you're going it, it is it really as bad go ahead you'll see what we mean kid cruel sonic the poster mag number three you've never seen i mean you have seen anything like it but only in like coal black and stuff like in banned cartoons have you seen this before i'm amazed that this i have no memory of this bit and of course i would have been i would have been too young to recognize what was happening yeah i know like this we were too we didn't know dumbo was racist yet then this we no. were 11 you know yeah 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 that's what we've got. That's what we're working with. That's who yeah. Sonic is fighting today. So it makes discussing uh, anything else in this nothing else matters. Moot, almost yeah. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. There is a story, and the fact, and the thing is, it's a throwaway story anyway. It's very yeah. 
brief, it means very little. Sonic comes up against a bad guy and wins. Mm. So it really is this caricature that is the standout thing. And just well, there. I mean, there are some things to take note of, like like just uh, for instance, Porker Lewis is wearing his jacket in this one, and sometimes so is Tails. Am I right? Just uh, in the one panel where he first appears, yeah, Tails yeah. is also. Oh no, no, and on the last page too, Tails is wearing a, a jacket in in two panels, which is uh, weird, and I don't like it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Porker is here, and he's got a tracker that helps them locate the the coconuts. So it's um. Something that was obviously concurrently written with the stuff that was going on in uh, yeah. in STC at the time. For it was only a couple of issues ago that we gave Porker these new duds and uh, and yeah. made him the tech guy with the devices like these. Though he's got torn off sleeves in this one, which is a bit of an extreme look for old Porker, to be honest <laughs> oh, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I was quite interested in the part where, and, and obviously, basically, the summary at the beginning... Um, we summarized it in more or less the entire content of the whole story. You know, the, the, it, there's very little else to it. What we didn't mention is the part where Sonic survives the blast, but not it doesn't avoid being set entirely on fire by it. Yeah, that's a cool panel. I'll give, yeah. I'll give that. There's not a lot to give credit to in the art for this one, but that's a cool panel. Like, Sonic's running off with the bombs in his hands. They explode. Cruel thinks he's been blown up, but then pff, Sonic comes running out of the fireball, and he, he's he's... Leaping out with his spines trailing fire, his gloves on fire, this wild look in his eyes. You know, it's almost a supersonic panel. Uh, it's probably the only truly standout panel of the thing, you know? Yeah, the, the rest is all fairly basic. Yeah, I mean, we have... I mean, it's another one of those ones where Nigel uses sonic speed as a storytelling device where uh-huh. he's able to pluck the bombs off the robots and bop them and free the kids in one go and then outrace the fire as well. So, you know, it's this, it's that sort of stuff that we've we've expressed our fondness for, but yeah. Good gracious is it is it pretty it's, much impossible to like look at that panel where It's hard where to Kid even Krul see is. anything else. My eyes are sliding. I know. Look look at that panel. Do you mean the big Just to the left of the one of Sonic jumping out of the fire yeah. of Kid Cruel jumping in the air clicking his heels together. You'll see this one on Google Images as well folks. Oof. That's the oh yes, he didn't make it Sonic the Hedgehog is toast panel. The buggy-eyedest At this point, we compared the appearance of this character to the doll. You know the doll? And I don't know if it's racist just to say the name of the doll. It is if it is if you're using it to describe a person, but is it if you're using it to describe the doll that is called that? I don't know, so I'm going to censor the two times when we say the word, and this is one of them. Oh, goodness me. That's, that's what this is. This is nearly 30 years ago now at this point. And- yeah. Were practically still a thing back then. You oh, know? They, well, they, not practically. They used to be. They, they were still the mascot on Jam back then. Oh, oh, unless they just stopped. Oh God, you're right. I don't know. This is the sort of stuff you didn't notice when you were a little white kid. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Dave and I are two of those little white kids who just yeah. wouldn't. As I said, we were young. We didn't know Dumbo was was racist yet. We saw stuff like this in old Tom and Jerry cartoons that were yeah. still aired on television All at the over time. The you place. know. We were very ignorant kids. We are the sort of people who, had we grown up a little further in the past than we wound up doing, um, mm. that we could have made this same mistake with art if we had made comics back then. It's not something that we're gonna that we're here to excuse. You know, this is oh God, this was no. an this was in error, and it shouldn't have yeah. been drawn like this. Not even like, and it's very easy to say back then, but no, not even back then. Yeah, this is the friggin' nineties. Yep. How did this happen? I don't know. We, it's not as if we didn't know about this stuff. Yes, in the last ten years or so, 
a lot of us have been getting on board with a lot of stuff we should have been on board with earlier. But I feel like surely already this wasn't the done thing. Yeah. Because these were old stereotypes even then. These are from these are from the pre-colour film days, these stereotypes. Um, as I say, any familiarity you and I would have had with this kind of iconography as a child was, was the product of old media. Like- or the product of the influence of old media, as this is, on creators of the time. I mean, I'm sure if yes. we did go back and look at... I'm sure Tiny Toons had one or two in these somewhere. You know, and I bet. I don't remember them, but stuff that was coming out presumably slipped up. I'll be honest, I'd be surprised if I found that in something like Tiny Toons or Animaniacs. But, I mean, I was surprised to open an issue of Sonic the Comic and find it in there. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. You know, now and then you do think, oh, well, my childhood was free of this. And then you're like, oh, you you watch or read some old thing. No, in fact, it wasn't. No. And here's, here we go. So even Sonic the Comic... Is it, am I, is this, is it like weird of me to be a bit glad that as far as I can tell, it's compartmentalized to this doesn't matter side publication? Like, I kind of hope we don't find yeah, anything I, like this in the main I don't recall anything certainly as grotesquely overt as this in, in, the, in the main series. I can't believe this. I can't no, it, believe it it. it. it is like, it is like something from, that has just dropped in from somewhere yeah. else. This is just not... And, and and I'm someone who I think I think it's probably become apparent over the course of what mm-hmm. we've recorded already. I have many clearer memories of some yes. of the comic and its stories than than yourself, Dave. Yep, correct. Um, and God, it's gonna it would break my heart if I found out that yeah. there was something like this in regular Sonic the comic that I just didn't remember or didn't acknowledge back then. But that's part of growing up and acknowledging this is. stuff is realizing that uh, it that is. it was there and confronting it. Like the sex jokes in a panto, this just sailed right over my little white head when I was a child. And now, um, it's smacking right into my great big white face. <laughs> yeah, so um, for our second uh, bonus episode, and our, yeah. our first look at a strip in Sonic, it's, it's... Hope you enjoyed this bonus. Yeah, what a fun little bonus uh, this one was. And also, uh, just veering away from that topic for a moment... This is the first uh, poster mag that's comics on the inside, and it it really highlights how bad of a format it is for reading comics. It's so hard to do. You have to hold this massive thing out, really. I mean, it's tricky for me. I can't think how I did it as a little kid. I must have laid it out on the floor. Um, and Because in the middle, what you get is four sort of normal A4 pages of comic. Yes, the way the magazine unfolds. Yeah, yeah the sort of the, the penultimate unfold. You get these four pages in a square and they've had to number the pages so you know Mm. to go top row bottom row instead of reading it vertically or whatever you know or anything else yeah Uh, or or all the way along or what have you it's just a it's a silly way to lay out a comic and i now i've i've gained the impression from uh comments on our poster mag episode that perhaps there were other poster mags that i was unaware of the the sonic one's the only ones i ever saw but I- I'm getting the oh, impression. Oh yeah, well, I mean, poster mags were a thing. Sure, they were. But there we go. Okay, were, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't say as I would have ever really bought any. I, I can't really think of anything else I ever owned or anything I would have paid much attention to. But sure, yeah, they, they weren't invented for this or anything like that. They were. They were things that got me in. So it wasn't a completely left field idea. No, no, no. And also, the layout of putting comics in them wasn't unique. But it's not a very comfortable way of reading a comic. So all in all, uh, thumbs down. Didn't have a good experience reading this issue. (laughs) 
bad times were had. But um, <laughs> issue four is a Shinobi one, so Hooray! hopefully we will enjoy that. That is a couple of months away. Not 100% sure when that exactly comes out. And there is a lot of scope for there to be racism in Shinobi, so we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, I think there were something like six or seven issues of the poster mag released through 1994, and then that would be it. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do it anymore. Like, 1994 was the year of Sonic the poster mag. And... Um, as I said, we will be endeavouring to do all of these as little bonus episodes, uh, and 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 hopefully they will be better than this one. I mean, it'd be hard to be worse <laughs> on many levels. Uh, let's turn to the one thing that is definitely good about this, yes. which is you can hide the comic entirely and make it just go away <laughs> by unfolding it one more time and sticking it firmly on your wall. Because what we have here is... A dead good poster from Richard Elson. Yeah. It's just dead good. The, the posters on the first two were, were nice. Yeah. But this is a Richard Elson poster on the inside of this. Sonic just bopping a bunch of badniks. Yeah. He basically fills the entire poster, so it's probably the, the physically biggest Sonic I was ever likely to have on my <laughs> wall. I didn't have this one on my wall, but if I, if I had, it would have been. He's enormous. He's absolutely huge, and he's just glaring straight out at us, and he's got his fists. He's bopping with his fists and feet in this one, and around him are basically the, the heads and bulging eyes of, of exploding badniks that he's in mid-bop of. And then the, the very, very last thing is if you if you fold it up... Yes, there's a little bonus on this one. If you didn't have room on your wall for the big poster, you could still hide the comic with the mini poster on the back <laughs> cover. These were not standard. No. Later issues would take to actually advertising the next issue because at that point they knew when it was going to come out. But well, and also... I don't it, think they quite knew when the next one was going to come out at this point. <laughs> exactly. This this reads to me as sort of grasping at straws for what to put on the back because it's perfectly good drawing. It's another Ferran Rodriguez. Yeah, it's, oh, it's um, a lovely one. In fact, oh, it's... It's a Ferran Rodriguez that is done very much in the style of issue six, in that that Japanese um, style guide Sonic. I, I like yep. it a lot. It's it's it's. it's uh, nice. I wish Ferran's art had actually been able to adhere to this look more. Sadly, this this oh, issue yeah. six are really the only places we would see him. His art looked like that, but I like uh, it a lot. Well, it's of Sonic, uh, and he's uh, imagine one of those rope bridges from jungles in adventure stories, and he's running along one of them, and it's uh, the the speed. I think it's the speed of his feet is essentially throwing the uh, the logs that make up the bridge up out into the air behind him so nobody else can go on this bridge thanks sonic pulling the ladder up behind you um, <laughs> but uh you know he's speeding along and uh, and that's fine for him the only problem here is that it says in the top left bonus mini poster sonic the poster mag and that logo covers so much of it that it's already not really a poster because it says poster on it which to me is a yeah. disqualifying adornment it's not a full a4 image even that's then it. we have the in indicia and the credits at the bottom that's it just under a quarter of the page is taken up by all of the credits and an advert for uh, sonic the comic and things like that and you know, and the, and the legal small print, and also it's on the back page of a folded-up thing. So if you tried to blue tack it as is onto the wall, it would just flop open, and you'd be faced with Kid Cruel straight away. Oof, looking at you. So you'd have to cut it off the poster mag, which you know spoils a bigger, more stickable poster. And so that's just pointless. <laughs> it's a nice bit of art to look at, though. It is, and I'm looking at it now, and it's nice. Well done, Ferran. Just adding a touch of class to the joint <laughs> at the final hurdle. <laughs> and that uh, that really is Sonic the Poster Mag number three. Yes, very inauspicious, uh, to say the least, start to our regular um, 
looks at the comic strips that will be published outside of Sonic the Poster Mag. Uh, as I say, issue four, uh, to my recollection, is a Shinobi one, and I think we'll hopefully have... I think, I hope, we'll have some more positive things to say about that. <laughs> Let's wait and see. We don't know yet. We've not read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's unlikely that you've uh, managed to hit upon this episode without already knowing about our main podcast, but... <laughs> but if you do, we promise it's much better. <laughs> so if you're looking for the superior version of, uh, of this podcast, you can find that on Apple Podcasts at Sonic the Comic the Podcast. And if you're there, please do leave us a review as well, because it does help to move us up the ranking. Uh, and you can also find us online at stctp.wigglehe.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Sonic Podcast. Or you can follow us individually. I am Demon Tomato Dave. And I am Chris McFeely. We have other things that we do. I have another podcast called Serious Disney about animation with Johan Ranasing. Serious Disney. Go and search for that and I'm sure you'll find it. And we both keep ourselves pretty busy on YouTube as well. This has been a little side project from Sonic the Comic the Podcast. We will see you with a proper episode whenever the next one is. Music